Hey there stranger and welcome to I Think I'm Mentally Unstable, the podcast all about growing up and fucking up, making mistakes and owning them, even if it makes you feel a little bit mentally unstable. This podcast contains 100% oversharing content, so sit back, relax and grab a cuppa while we spill the tea. Hello, hello and happy Friday. You've made it through the second week of January, so well done, that is a massive achievement especially for those of you who struggle with seasonal affective disorder this is huge and i know that it's been a bit rainy over here in the uk especially london area bit grim bit gray definitely not a nice vibe and trying to be motivated and all that jazz this episode is a part two of why adulting is a lie so if you haven't listened to part one go ahead and listen to that because that had some absolute nuggets that you all dropped in on a question box um part two has a lot of brand new information uh it's very relatable content i think there's something that we can all take away by the end of this you know taxes being single in a relationship all that fun stuff if you're new here welcome to the show hope you've enjoyed this episode lovely to have another listener if you're not new here you know what's about to go down it is time for the weekly win and woe because i like to keep it real as much as i'm all for being positive and happy and sharing fun stuff i think there's also a nice element to sharing something that's been a bit of a downer in the week just so that we all know that behind the highlight reel there is just a real life scenario happening. My win of the week is that I've set up a desk area in my room now, which has made me so much more productive and I don't work in bed, so I definitely have those boundaries in place. And before I had the desk set up in my mum and dad's room, so the quote unquote office was just a bit meh, like I felt like I was in the way and I could never really get very comfortable and obviously just didn't really feel like my space. So setting up a place where I can now get up, have a desk area, sit down, get into the headspace and the mindset of working has just massively helped how I just go about my day and my job and I just definitely feel a bit more switched on, a bit more in that success kind of mindset. Now my woe is actually a bit counterintuitive to the win. Um, it's actually that my time management and my morning routine, basically every routine that I have in life has completely come crashing down. Like I don't understand what's going on. For context, I do plan out my days. So I'll block out what I'm doing in the Google Calendar and that helps me know what I'm doing with the day. So for example, Let's say I go to the gym between 7 and 9, 10 o'clock I might have a meeting, between 11 and 1 I'll do some work, that's my deep focus time, then I'll have lunch, 2 to 4pm maybe I'll do a bit more work, but that's just not manifesting, it's as if my brain wakes up and goes nope, we're winging it today, and I don't understand because I spend so much time trying to set myself up for success but why am I not doing it? And I know why, it's because my morning routine and my nighttime routine has just gone to shit. Does anyone else just have 
such bad discipline when it comes to sticking to a routine. I don't know why I do it. I'm a 26 year old woman. I really, really should be putting some more time and energy into perfecting these routines so that I'm putting the right systems in place to hold myself accountable and to be a better human. But I'm not doing it and I feel like a child and it needs to stop. It needs to stop right now because those 2am nights on TikTok scrolling the rabbit hole, it needs to end. It's not making me productive. It's making me very counterproductive. And I'm sharing this now because I'm holding myself accountable. There will be a system. I'm going to make it really simple for myself. I'm going to wake up at the same time and go to bed at the same time. I'm going to wake up between seven and eight and I'm going to go to bed at 10 to fall asleep hopefully by 11. I feel as though that is achievable. I don't need to make it really long-winded and complex. I'm just going to stick to that and next week I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to say this is what I've achieved. Okay, just fingers crossed for me, pray for me everybody. Because otherwise I'm going to have another one of those weeks where I'm working up until 8pm when I really don't need to be because I actually should own my day better and I could probably get everything done by 2pm but I'm just being a lazy little bitch. So I'm not doing it anymore. I put my foot down and I'm going to be stubborn about it. We're going to perfect the morning and the nighttime routine. Okay, now for the fun part of the episode, which is all on why adulting is a lie, what you wish you knew about adulting when you were younger, and things that we should just all be talking a little bit more about now. Okay, the number one, you don't need a significant other to be deemed as worthy in society. Oh, girl preach this is something that really really resonates with me i feel like a lot of emphasis is placed on being in a relationship or having another partner someone else that you can share your life with and if you're single then you're just like this really sad nun in the corner that has no life it couldn't be further from the truth like i'm single i'm 26 i'm having a great time my dating life isn't amazing that's for sure but i do appreciate my own time and my own space and i'm having an adventure by myself hopefully i'm gonna go traveling this year i'm gonna do things that i can do to manifest that like main character energy but absolutely true you don't need someone else to make yourself feel like you're more worthy of living of doing stuff that makes you feel happy you can absolutely do that by yourself and you shouldn't be ashamed or made to be feel like it is something to be ashamed of Um, because I feel as though sometimes when you're talking to people there's always this part in a conversation where someone says oh are you dating anyone are you seeing anyone like are you with anyone and you're just sitting there thinking no and I don't understand why we're talking about my love life right now there are so many other things that we can chat about and have a conversation about why is this number one on the agenda? Like, even my grandparents do it, guys. They will ring me being like, oh, so is there someone in your life? And I'm like, me, me, myself and I, having a great time. Thank you for asking. Also, the weather's great. Bye. (laughs) And following on from that response, someone said, sex gets a lot better in your 20s. Also true. When you're younger, there's sometimes this pressure to lose your virginity to do the deed get it done and out the way as if it's something to almost be ashamed about and 
when you grow up, actually what happens is the sex gets better because you're communicating fundamental things that you like and don't like. But when you don't have that level of maturity and you have no idea what you're doing, people still don't know what they're doing. I'm just going to throw that out there. But ultimately, having conversations about sex and what's working for you and what isn't is definitely making the whole experience much better and the thing is we're all going to have awkward and uncomfortable experiences and stories that we'll laugh about in years to come especially when you're younger and you're doing it for the first time you know age 16 age of consent you also start to realize that sex isn't one way and i'm gonna say personally from my experience i felt like sex wasn't very enjoyable um, mainly because I felt as though I was doing it to please other people usually the guy in the scenario and it never really felt as though I was fully present I kind of didn't have that much confidence and I couldn't really communicate what I liked and what I didn't like and I know that this is going to sound so weird, but for me, it just felt like a duty that I had to do. Um, and that sounds so, so icky. And I don't know if anyone else relates to that, but for a long, long time, I really didn't enjoy anything sex related. Anything that involved intimacy was very difficult, um, especially growing up, especially during my eating disorder. And sometimes still now I have that insecurity where it's hard when you're not confident fully in that area. So for people who are listening who find intimacy and sexual intimacy difficult, oh my gosh, I'm right here with you, I can hold my hand up for that. Um, but it does get better and I think it gets better because you communicate, it gets better because you just grow up like you start to talk about things with more sincerity and again when you're in school and you're going through sex education things like that everyone's laughing no one can even say the word penis without going red and i know that it's still fine to like laugh at those scenarios and situations but it is one of those things when you grow up and you're like oh gosh like we just need to have an adult conversation and it doesn't need to be like uber serious it's just one of those things where you need to know what's right and wrong and fleshing out from that as well knowing that you should trust your gut when it comes to feeling a bit used or if you're in like an abusive relationship you need to know that how someone's treating you and you know your body that all comes down to your decision and what's comfortable for you also just really important to talk about consent in general like if someone says no it doesn't need to be that word no obviously that person can say it but we can get in the mood and then fall out of the mood sometimes you just don't want to do it anymore and taking and understanding those cues um, is important and if you're not with the right person or you're too young to understand what's going on you're just not mature enough that can really get miscommunicated and can also be a little bit dangerous for you mentally and physically. Obviously it's so normal to kind of get swept up in the moment and especially if alcohol is involved you kind of lose those inhibitions a bit but there always should be this level of 
is this okay? Do we definitely want to do this? Um, because you just don't want to wake up with those regrets and yeah, that kind of went on to more of a tangent about just like consent in general, but I just think that's one of those things that's super important to talk about. And sometimes we get swept up in this idea of sex has to be really exciting and adventurous and I cannot be vanilla. I just want to bring everyone back down to earth and say it's absolutely fine if you're not that type of person that wants to experiment and you just enjoy getting down and freaky in a bed and doing something normal. Also absolutely fine if you want to do beach sex or you want to try one of those really interesting positions, then you do you and have fun. Obviously making sure that you're safe and protected. This response really made me laugh because I feel like it's so relatable. This person said, that my skin wouldn't magically clear up just because I'm 26. Adult acne is real. Let's talk about that for a minute, okay? We all go through puberty thinking, it's fine, my spots are gonna clear up, it's fine, I may get bullied, I may feel really insecure in my skin, but it will get better because as soon as I hit 20, everything's gonna magically clear up and I'm gonna have Cinderella skin. Nope, that just doesn't happen. I feel like sometimes the spots get worse with stress and anxiety. I don't know about anyone else, but sometimes I'll just have a severe breakout, um, especially if I haven't slept properly. And I know so many people who are now on Rakuten and um, acne medicine because their skin has flared up um, and they've had an outbreak of acne. One of my really close friends went through a bit of a traumatic breakup and she said that after that point she'd always had clear skin when she was younger but then all of a sudden she just had spots popping up left right and center and it's just so annoying because you're going through your teens which are arguably the most stressful period of life sometimes wondering why are things not getting any better i've invested every single penny into simple care products so why is my face not glowing and then you hit like 2025 and you just look tired all the time i don't know i'm speaking from personal experience but the bags under my eyes right now oh my gosh they just put gucci to shame why are they so dark and also why do none of the products work to cover the dark circles up just ask for a friend if anyone knows a really really good makeup product that can cover my dark circles even when i've had eight plus hours of sleep and i drink eight plus glasses of water a day let me know Something I'm only learning now, after 26 years of existence, is that we should be wearing sun cream every single day, like back to 30 at least, because it protects us against UVB rays and UVC rays, I think. And I'm like, why are we only just learning about this now? Why have I gone through my entire life frying my face in the sun, even on winter days, because that would have just been my saving grace. So that's something that I've just started to implement now. And if people have been doing that since they came out the womb, great, I'm happy for you. Anyone else who wants to jump on that train with me now, let's protect our skin, prevent against skin cancer. And in the last 10 years, skin cancer cases have actually increased by 26%. I don't know whether that's because of the weather, climate change, whether people are just spending way too much time in tanning beds, but 
definitely something that we should start doing now is just protecting our skin. Something I just wish I knew when I was like 13 years old, but hey, at least we're learning it now. This one's for everyone who has either moved out and has bought a house or is renting. Choose layers overheating. Honestly, this will save lives, genuinely. Everyone out there, don't put the heating on. It's costing about a grand a minute at this point in time, just because the costs of rising, cost of living is just atrocious. So if you can invest in some nice warm layers, I personally am wearing a thick dressing gown that makes me look like a polar bear without any shame and it keeps me so warm that I'm genuinely sweating right now. I know that I am talking to you guys and that can sometimes make me feel a bit nervous but honestly I don't need the heating and as soon as I can feel some air coming through that radiator I start screaming. Okay maybe that was a bit dramatic but I genuinely get a bit flustered and have to go down and turn the heating off. So if you can get yourself like an UDI as well they are thermo heaters then do that absolutely i really love this next response because i think it is so poignant and relatable you'll always find time for the things and people that matter oh 10 out of 10 for this i completely agree i don't like that phrase i don't have time or like i'm too busy because yeah okay we're all running busy lives but if you want to see that friend or if you want to go on that date or if you want to start that hobby you do have time it's just whether you're making the time to do it or if you just don't want to which is also fine I think we just need to get a lot more confident as we grow up and saying no I don't want to do that if you'd rather stay indoors than go on a wild night out that's fine but just own the fact that it's just something that you enjoy doing and you can't blame it on time because it's just a bit redundant. I used to say I was busy because I just, in hindsight, really didn't want to. And I would say I didn't have the time because I was either just procrastinating and I didn't want to ask for help on doing something. Or it's just that actually when I thought about it, it there was no drive to do that. Or it's just something that I felt wasn't that important at the time so really does come into that perspective of if you want to meet up with that friend and you want to make time for that friend then do that and if life does get in the way that's fine but you can still schedule something two three months in advance and yeah just get better at planning guys get a diary let's we, we are those people now okay i know it sounds weird but we can't always be spontaneous. If someone messages you like, hey, let's go out tonight, that might not fly because maybe they have other plans, maybe they are just tired after the week, but if you schedule something and put it in the diary, get a date in, you have to commit to that. And, you know, you, everyone has 30 minutes, whether that's a phone call or, you know, you don't always have to meet up with that person or you just wanna, drop a voice note and you have that time to reply then do that but yeah don't make a song and dance about it saying oh i don't have any time because sure okay i'm no doubt that you're busy but if you really 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 wanted to see that person or do that thing then you would okay i personally am the world's worst texter i really have to factor in time to reply to messages which is okay 
but 90% of my day is online, so I would rather have a phone call. So what I might then do is instead of sit there and text and type a reply, I might check in and say, hey, are you free this week for a call? Something like that, because at least then I'm showing that I'm investing that energy and time and showing that I care about that person. But also at the same time, I really, really don't want to listen to a five minute voice note. That is just, my brain can't fathom that. And you'll be on two times. If you have the WhatsApp function that allows you to speed up messages, I will be listening to you like a chipmunk. This next subtopic I just find so funny because I don't even know how to answer it. There are two, how taxes work, question mark, and what the fuck is council tax? <laughs> yeah, literally, what the hell? I didn't even know until I moved out to uni in, when I was 18 years old that we needed to pay for a TV license. Like, what the hell is that all about? Everything's a commodity nowadays. I don't even know what council tax is or does or why we need to pay it or where it goes because judging by my local area, none of that money is spent on our environment or our borough. The local playground that I've been to since I was like one is just tired and sad looking. I'm like, where is all this money? And why is it not being invested into the living space? But it's super funny because when I speak to other people about tax, everyone has this baseline knowledge of what to do. And I know that a certain amount of tax is paid towards whatever the government i don't even know what happens with that money that's just a conspiracy that i don't even want to get into the middle of but i'm self-employed so i pay 20 percent of my total earnings at the end of the financial year which is oddly between april and april make it make sense i just don't like it it makes no sense in my brain and i know that if you have a job i think it's 12.5 percent that is paid towards taxes and it's just a weird thing to understand. It's like, that's your money that then you're paying towards and that's meant to go towards things like the NHS or government funding for university, shit like that. But when I got my first job, I never questioned the money that came out. So I saw what was going in. I could see on my pay slip what was deducted. I never questioned that because I didn't give an, I didn't have a fucking clue. Why was I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know what is the right, correct number? I, I know I could theoretically get a calculator out, but I just have way too much trust in the system. And I know that one of my friends had to follow up with HMRC and her payroll provider because she was paying way too much tax. I think she was on some sort of emergency tax number and she had to ring up, sort it out, god love you if you try and ring hmrc because you'll be on the phone for about 60 minutes listening to elevator music but i just find that whole concept really weird like not really knowing why that money's being taken out how much it should be and keeping track of that to make sure that you're not being overtaxed so that you're not overpaying and you're not underpaying that's just a headache in itself and those of us living in the uk will have seen that rishi sunak our, our beloved Prime Minister has decided that maths should be compulsory until 18 years old and I'm like great so on that curriculum maybe we should talk about things like taxes maybe credit you know those concepts that we all need to understand if we ever want to succeed in adult life but who am I to advise a political leader when I'm working for myself still living in my childhood home cannot afford to buy a house or live in London because I will be paying for a cupboard 
with a broomstick, like Harry Potter, for about 3k a month. I have learnt more about taxes just from being self-employed and having to fill in a self-assessment form every year to show how much I've earned, which is also just weird. I just find it funny because I genuinely thought that as soon as I hit 20, this magical age, a light switch would go off and I would just understand everything about how to be an adult. I remember thinking that when you're legally 18, you're an adult and I just don't look at myself as an adult then. In fact, I was still very childish and I'm still quite childish now. So, oh my gosh, like the whole concept to me is just madness. I definitely don't feel like an adult most days. I don't know whether that's just because of my circumstances and my living situation, but I really do sometimes think that I need a crash course in how to be a functioning adult. Anyone else? Just me? Okay. Personally, I think that all comes way back to school. If we'd had subjects on the curriculum that allowed us to learn about concepts, you know, paying bills, tax, finding a job, that kind of stuff, I do feel we would have been better equipped or at least a bit more prepared. I mean, sometimes you do have to learn as you go and I'm a full advocate for that. I just do think that there's so much anxiety about life because we just don't understand it and we just don't know how to do it. And yeah, okay, it's great to be in this mess together, but it would just kind of be nice to have a comfort blanket where you at least knew what to expect because I feel like I was just thrown in the deep end. But then from speaking to people who are in their 30s, 40s plus, even they feel like they're not really an adult. So what even is an adult? They are huge philosophical questions that I don't think I have time nor the brain capacity to answer right now. But maybe we are all just children, just grown up children, not even really grown up. I think we should all treat life like a playground and like a child. So just be curious about everything. Ask those questions ask why i feel like that is a fundamental question that we all need to start asking more i mean think about it children just have no chill they will ask exactly what comes to their minds they will do exactly what they want even if it's right or wrong but they'll learn about it afterwards and understand consequences if they don't like a particular food they'll scream about it and then when we're adults we just complicate everything we just overthink it all when you're a kid you just don't really give a shit about what you're doing you'll just kind of say it or do it and you won't really get embarrassed and i just wish i had that naivety of a child now so let's own the fact that none of us know what we're really doing and that we're all just here to wing it and understand and learn and just take a page out of a child's book just be a bit more curious be a bit more like them maybe don't start having tantrums because that would be quite weird and let's just all be a bit kinder to ourselves okay if you don't have a laundry system if you don't cook for yourself every single night if you're still living at home if you don't have a significant other oh it just doesn't matter treat life like a grown-up playground where you're the big kid and you have all of this wealth of knowledge and it's just going to get better every single day and then maybe we'll all just have more fun the last point, and I will keep it short and sweet, even if it's me, is this person said, health is everything. And I really, really resonated with this because when you don't have your health, you realise how much you took it for granted. And it happens to all of us when you have a cold and you're feeling a bit under the weather, when you have a sports injury and you can't train. All these things that just make you realise 
how much your health is valuable and how much we should be doing now just to live our best years because they are our 20s 30s are really the time where we should be trying new things being active having fun and that will look different for everybody for sure but I am a sucker for movement I love moving my body if that's at the gym, if that's just a walk, if that's yoga, something simple, doesn't need to be this intense thing, but I just think I would hate to look back as like an 80 year old if I do make it that long, and regret not maximising the body that I have now, like I have two very well functioning legs, (laughs) maybe I should just put that on my dating profile, so if I can go and swim, run, lift weights and all that stuff, then I'm gonna do that now, because it's so shit when you feel incapacitated when you're ill and I'm lucky that I haven't ever had anything terminal like cancer touch wood but I'm also aware that people in my circle who have overcome that kind of struggle um and even if it is more mental like an eating disorder or depression or whatever like your health is so 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 important and you need to do the things that are going to protect your health from a mental perspective that's doing things that make you feel happy and less of the stuff that makes you feel like shit and from a physical perspective that's doing everything that you can now to like treat your body with respect so eat your fruit and veg guys okay i don't want to hear anything about i don't like broccoli blend it up into a smoothie that's what all the cool kids do now anyway um move your body go for a walk just 20 minutes a day don't sit all day on your laptop especially if you have an office job get out there get moving and romanticize it something that i love doing now is making myself a coffee or going to a coffee shop and buying one and walking around in nature by a park or just sitting on a bench watching the birds and the ducklings it's just really cute okay and don't at me channel that main character energy when you're watching those films and you're reading books and you're thinking oh i wish i could do that you can you absolutely can if you want to go to an art gallery if you want to go to the cinema by yourself if you want to take yourself out on a date if you also want to go traveling book yourself a flight get on that plane and have fun oh what an inspirational tone to end this podcast on i'm actually quite proud of myself And hopefully there's not going to be much editing involved because that is the longest part of having to listen to myself and my own voice. Ick. Um, But if you did make it this far, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Go and listen to part one as this was part two. Feel free to drop me a message on Instagram or LinkedIn. It can be anything like a topic that you want to talk about, something that resonated with you in the episode, an embarrassing story or a funny story, anything. It's great to hear that you're all enjoying the podcast episode so far and I'm hoping it's going to grow and I really wouldn't be here without you so thank you so much for listening. Please share this with anybody that you think would find it entertaining or relevant or educational. I don't think there's really much educational content going on but you know to each their own. Give this podcast a cheeky thumbs up so that I know you are actually enjoying it. Have a great weekend and tune in next week. Bye.